Welcome to the IOD's Director Role Model Podcast. In this podcast, we will be undertaking a series of interviews with IOD members as part of our Role Model Program. Hello, my name is Hugo Lee. I'm the Media and Communications Lead for the Institute of Directors. In today's podcast, I will be interviewing Sarah Schroeter. Sarah is co-chair of the IOD's Bermuda branch. She is a chartered director and general counsel at Meritus Trust. Hello, Sarah, and welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much for joining me. Thank you, Hugo. Um, Clearly, you've had a highly successful career, which we will explore in more detail through the podcast. But can I start by asking you how you got started in your career? Yeah, absolutely. So in my current role, I'm the general counsel of Meritus Trust Company Limited. And Meritus is an independent boutique trust company and a corporate service provider based in Bermuda. And we work with international high net worth families and we help them to carry out uh, the intention of their legacies through their generations. And so I've been in the role as general counsel with the trust company for almost five years And prior to that, I had a background in insurance and financial services, but I really wanted to work more closely with families and really ensure that I found an organization where I felt there was value alignment and cultural fit. So uh, that was my transition from the financial services world into the into the trust world. Very good. And just if we go back, um, back in your career, thinking back to when you were young, can you remember what your aspirations were as a a child or, an, or a young adult, certainly. Uh, there's a story that my mum tells when she wants to embarrass me uh, about being maybe maybe even four or five and playing a game in the garden. I think we were playing badminton. And she, so we started to play and I stopped her and I said, well, what, mum, what are the rules of this game? And she said, what do you mean rules? And I was like, well, it's a game and it has to have rules. We have to follow the rules. And she was, she kind of looked at me and was surprised at that being my response from, from such a young age. So I think she probably knew then that I would end up as a lawyer, even if I didn't know it at the time, but, uh, that's, that's kind of was my aspirations. Uh, so, um, between, between law and performing, which we can talk more about, um, that's where I've always was my direction. Great. Um, so this month we are celebrating Black History Month, which obviously focuses on honouring the accomplishments of, of I was going to say Black Britons, but Black people um, across the world. Um, and I would be just very interested to learn about what barriers you encountered um, in your career and how you en- you've overcome them. Sure. Um, it's interesting, actually, according to the Bermuda 2016 government census, I think black females accounted for 34% of all degree holders compared to, for example, 17% of white males. But then according to the Association of Bermuda International Companies, they did some research in 2019, black women account for only 33 of executive management with black males accounting for about five and a half percent, white females 22 percent, and white males over 69 percent. So 69 percent of white males are in executive management. 
even though black females hold by far the highest number of degrees. And so I do definitely still think that there are barriers for women and especially women of colour achieving C-suite positions and in particular CEO and director roles, I think is probably as as the headline figure is something that I still find amazing even in 2021. And and is that something? So obviously that's the the overarching statistics in in Bermuda. But is it something that you were conscious of growing up? Um, to be honest, um, in Bermuda, I have always seen women excel, and I think perhaps that's just the the type of people that I surrounded myself with. And particularly in my own family, women have always been a really strong uh, strong role models and influenced me. Um, going back to my grandma my father's mother, who um, came over from Austria um, before the Second World War, in the beginning of the Second World War, from Austria to London and set up a very successful business as a fashion designer running uh, an international company. And and just seeing uh, her experiences and then followed by my mum, who was one of the first Bermudian models who made it over to London and was very, had a very successful modelling career, um, to see them has been always an inspiration to me. So uh, I think I've been lucky in that regard. Fantastic. And just sort of picking up on that, so the, the role of mentors and support from others is something that is often important in people's careers, um, and clearly family can be part of that. What guidance did you receive to help you get to where you are? Um, and are there any particular individuals that played a significant role in your, in your career? Yeah, um, definitely my, my family. My dad, who was uh, such a kind gentleman and um, taught me to be humble um, and and to be kind to people. I think that's been one of my biggest learning lessons. Um, and then fortunately, I've, I've been able to find mentors throughout my career who've, who have been supportive of me and not necessarily just within the same career branch, but but people who believed in me. And I think that's probably the biggest lesson is to find people who see you for who you are and help you to be your authentic self. And it, it's not necessarily, you know, uh, gender based. It's not necessarily career based, but it's people with whom you develop a real connection. Those will always be your truest supporters, I think. And then looking back at your early days, so I suppose from your experience, what advice would you give to to a young person setting out in their career now, um, you know, to an, to an 18-year-old, be they in Bermuda or, or, or in the UK or anywhere in the world? What advice would you give to, to somebody starting out in their career? Well, at 18, I think, uh, is different slightly to when you're 21 and setting out in your career. At 18, I think you're still, uh, still kind of new, um, new to the world in that you can, you can really embrace your passions. You can be open to new experiences. You can have the opportunity to broaden your horizons, whether that's taking a gap year or, um, doing something that you truly love and being passionate about it, meeting new people and traveling because, those types of experiences really set the parameters for how you interact with the world going forwards. And I think I'd probably tell my 18-year-old self that, um, not to take myself too seriously, to to be able to still um, see the world with curiosity and, and not um, be so, quite so jaded as I think you get when you're a little older. I think that's really nice advice. I like that. Um, and what would you say you are doing now to inspire that next generation? 
So in our in our industry, um, working with the next generation is is really important to us. It's it's one of our fundamental core values, and and we actually have a phrase meritus university, which which is basically working with the next generation of wealth inheritors, um, family members who are coming into to wealth to teach them about the value of money and and what it means to have those responsibilities and obligations. So I definitely do that in a uh, in my career on a day to day basis, but but. Um, girls leadership is a passion of mine and so um, I've been fortunate enough to sit on the board of our girls school in Bermuda Bermuda High School for Girls the last five years and I head up um, the strategy committee and we've just finished a five-year strategic plan which we'll be um, announcing soon and 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 so really my 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 goal is to help to inspire future generations of girl leaders from very young because those are the skills that you can learn, you know, at five, at six, at 13, that you take throughout your life and into your, into the business world. And, and so to, to help um, Bermuda develop um, its next generation of women leaders and whatever careers those, those are, I, I feel very privileged and honored to have a small part of that. Fantastic. And in terms of your career now, what do you think are the key ingredients that you, that are needed to do your role if somebody was you know, looking to follow in your footsteps? Um, my husband said coffee and chocolate. <laughs> Definitely the key maybe ingredients. That's taking, that maybe that's taking ingredients a little bit too literally. <laughs> <laughs> it's a definitely the start to a morning. Um, but no, but um, in, terms of, in terms of ingredients for my role, I think my role is all, all about... Um, finding solutions to problems, anticipating proactively um, issues that might come up and and helping our families to address them before they become issues. And so what ties into that is obviously is good communication skills um, and particularly empathy, putting yourself in the place of somebody else and seeing the world from their lens and then helping them to find solutions. Um, those are definitely the key ingredients. And obviously passion. Like, why would you want to go through your life on a day-to-day basis without being passionate uh, and um, without having, um, without being happy uh, with your work and, and without having a sense of your own legacy? What is your destiny and what are you here to do? And so I think um, finding that purpose for me is really important. Great. Um, as we've already briefly discussed, um, this month is Black History Month, and I'd just be really interested to to hear from you what what Black History Month means means for you specifically. Well, I think you definitely said it earlier that it's about um, highlighting those key achievements um, for people who maybe would would go unnoticed. I think President Ford, when he was talking about Black History Month in the US, said it's a time to celebrate the um, aspirations and the achievements of, of, of key people in our communities who, who have done amazing things that sometimes might go unrecognized. So that's definitely it for me. Fantastic. And so, and sort of looking at diversity specifically, um, what, what improvements have you seen um, through your career, and particularly in your industry? Um, and I'd obviously be interested in a sort of Bermudan perspective on that as well, given that the majority of our listeners will be based in the UK. So in Bermuda, uh, in the IOD, in our membership, we have, I think, about 48% of our members are female 
which is an amazing statistic compared to the rest of the IOD membership. So we are definitely seeing improvement um, at Meritus, for example, we are 95% female. So almost, uh, I, I think out of our leadership team of eight people, um, of nine people, seven are female. Um, our CEO is is a female. And so definitely in terms of gender gender diversity, we are we are seeing an improvement, but but the statistics show that there's still a ways to go with diversity generally. And and when we're talking about diversity, talking about diversity of thought as well as all of the uh, all of the other characteristics that you think about, and and we know that um, running a good, having a good board or running a good board means you need to have lots of different voices in the room, and those different voices come from people who've got different backgrounds. And so, um, I think we're making improvements, but you know, there's still a long way to go. Understood. And and finally, um, I'd just like to ask you about, you know, you mentioned the IOD there, and I'd just, I'd just like to ask you a bit more about the IOD. Uh, and from your personal perspective, you know, why did you join and what does it mean to you? Um, so I joined because one of my mentors that we were talking about earlier, Horst Finkbeiner, um, who was the first chartered director in Bermuda, I went through the program and, and thought that it would be something that I would really enjoy. And so he recommended me and supported me, um, a, a pure example of allyship. Um, and I went through the program um, and loved every minute of it and um, became the first female chartered director in Bermuda. Um, and s- since then, you know, um, we've had another female uh, also join the ranks and um, so excited that hopefully there are many more. Um, but really what it meant to me was, was, um, a personal achievement in that it gave me confidence that I had a background of knowledge behind me to sit alongside my education, my experience, um, my network, um, different things that I carry with me so that when I step into the room, a boardroom or a meeting room, I feel a level of confidence um, that sits behind me. And so I can try to get out of my head, out of that imposter syndrome that I think a lot of people carry with them um, that says, I, I'm not good enough. I don't know enough. I'm not old enough. I'm not experienced enough. I'm not black enough or white enough or whatever it is um, that means that you come in with a level playing field and that you can talk about your uh, why you should be in the room. So that to me is is a big part of what the IOD is. Um, and then the other piece of it, obviously, is the IOD has a powerful voice. Um, the 20,000 members have got each their own unique experience and expertise. And when you leverage that data um, and you use that um, humbly, to put a point across your viewpoint, I think it's very powerful, whether that's to governments or changing culture, changing boardroom culture. I think if we work together, um, we can really be influential and hopefully in a positive way and, and encourage companies to, to function better. Well, thank you, Sarah. That's been a really fascinating insight into you and your career um, and your experiences. 
particularly um, given that uh, you are all the way over in Bermuda and the, mm -hmm. the majority of um, of, certain of our listeners will be based in the UK. So I've, I've really enjoyed talking to you and I'd like to, to thank you for, for, sh for, share, for sharing those experiences with us. Thank you so much, Hugo. I really appreciate it. Thank you for asking me. Not at all. Thank you. We hope that you've enjoyed this Director Role Model podcast. Please do subscribe to our channel to ensure that you are kept up to date with the latest podcasts. You can find out more about our work on iod.com forward slash news and on our LinkedIn and Twitter profiles. Thank you.